from Kenner's Star Wars collection, the Millennium Falcon, that you put together. Batteries not included. Nobody does Star Wars like the power of the Force from Kenner. Subparagraph 16 of the Bondsman Guild Protocol Waiver compels you to immediately produce said asset. I'm in the guild! You are a guild member. I thought I was the only one on assignment. Hello there, Star Wars Session Sickheads, and welcome back to the third episode of the Star Wars Sessions Collectors Guild. You are in your haven of geekiness, your home of Star Wars toys. Joining me, as ever, is Matt Hudson. You're right, mate. I'm in the guild. There we go. Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm very glad to be here. I've got a nice coffee. Uh, I've got two stellar-looking lads next to me, uh, and I think we've got a good show coming up. I do. Oh, yeah. yeah, I do, definitely. And uh, as always, as well, we've got the beautiful, the wonderful Dave Dunn. You're right, mate. Yeah, hello there. You're all right? How's it going? We're all good, mate. Oh, uh, I'm tucking into my biscuits here, so <laughs> hopefully you don't. Where are we? Where, right. where are we? We're where in a we? little cheeky little Starbucks just down the road from MCM, and yep. uh, going to talk some collectibles. Special what happened yesterday? We enjoyed ourselves. Some of us crashed. Some of us were too wired to sleep. <laughs> I'm what? I don't know what's wrong with me. I'll, I've had like a few hours sleep, and I'm I'll, I still feel wired. I don't know what's going on. Maybe someone spiked me. Maybe. Maybe you maybe did. It Dave. was me. I've got you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it though. We got some yeah. great content. We sat down with the Hasbro guys, Patrick Schneider. We've not spoken to oh, him since Legend October 2019, right? Uh, October 2019. Yep. And who's the other guy we spoke to? Really nice bloke. I've forgot his name. Go on, Matt. We're looking at you, mate. Alex Shropshire. Hey. How does he do it? Awesome. He's when so you good. Saying with that, when you say that, I was saying about the names. He's so good with names. Me it's and unreal. Dave are in the toilet together don't say too much mate <laughs> and, and we were saying like how does Matt remember character names so easy like how does he do that when we, we got our story yesterday when we were talking with um, one of the one of the guys from Disney was here and um, yep. we said oh yeah I'm, we're speaking to Patrick next and then I was too busy looking at Matt from Panther Tracks so I said I oh, was speaking to Patrick next and then uh, the other guy you've got and she's like the other guy he's like Oh, sorry, yeah, I was looking at the other, the other guy. guy. I didn't want to get his name wrong. <laughs> I actually forgotten it. But um, it's Alex Shropshire. He's a good lad he was, wasn't he? He's lovely. Both good the, lads. These guys are great. We've not spoken to Patrick in ages. Can't wait for you guys to listen. Should we just dive into dive, dive into the content? Let's do it, mate. It's been a few years since we've been able to say we've been in the presence of greatness. But we are back again here at MCM Comic Con at the Hasbro booth. With Patrick Snyder, the Spice Lord himself. How are you doing, mate? We're so glad to be able to speak to you again. I'm doing great, absolutely. I don't know about greatness, but uh, it's, uh, it's amazing to be back here after three years. It's uh, long overdue. No, and we were saying you weren't here last year. We spoke, first spoke to you in 2019. Yep. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what's changed with Hasbro, what's changed with some of your answers, maybe. <laughs> and if we come up with you some of the same answers. But um, we've got quite a few questions to get through for you. So awesome. I hope you're yeah. ready, dude. We, we have plenty of time. Let's dive in. Hello there. So Dave Dunn here from the Collector's Guild. Uh, so the first one I'm going to start off with is Black Series. Yep. Uh, it's been 10 years next year yeah. of Black Series, which is mental can't believe that yep. um, what's been your most favourite figure through those 
entire 10 years of Black Series and why? What, what one stood out to you? Yeah, no, it's a good question. I think I, I've answered this question before, uh, so I'll think if it's been updated. But what I've said before is the Grand Admiral Thrawn uh, convention item. Uh, it was a global oh. convention in 2017. So uh, I've said before, I love the publishing. That's Obviously, I saw the movies back in the day, but publishing is where I really got into Star Wars. Uh, Courtship of Princess Leia, Truce of Pekora, even the splinter a splinter of the mind's eye or splinter in the mind, I, I think of the mind's eye, the like faux sequel to A New Hope, uh, where Vader's definitely not Luke's dad. Um, and so obviously Heir to the Empire is big. Um, I've said I want a George Chaboth figure, but getting Thrawn into the line was amazing. And especially that convention exclusive that was a with all the set. Easter eggs. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but there's a holy grail in there from Indiana Jones as an Easter egg. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, check it out. One of the relics that Thrawn has in Rebels is, I mean, they don't say it's the actual grail, but it looks like the grail from Indiana Jones. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's clearly the grail. So as an even bigger indie fan, I love that That's item. Awesome. Let's see, recently... Huh. I mean, you must be excited about the yeah. toys that you've just yeah, released I mean, today. Obviously, I mentioned Mara Jade taps into that same vein. I think from other entertainment... Um, I mean, certainly the Andor stuff looks amazing. Like, our design team is great. Like, they keep taking things to a new level. Andor, I don't know if you got. I'm sure you've been watching it. We like, love I think it's amazing. Andor. <laughs> Not as toyetic, uh, but obviously those figures look great. So really we've do. got a little different variations from Black Series to Vintage. Amazing. And... Um, I don't know if you can say or not. It's fine if you can't. <laughs> is there any plans for any sort of 10-year anniversary Black Series stuff in the future or Vintage Collection? Or is that... Not being able to discuss that is absolutely... Yeah, true. no, it's a good question. It's something we talk, we've talk, we talked about. Yeah. 2023 is obviously a big year with anniversaries, right? So we've yeah. got the 40th anniversary, the conclusion of that beat. We also have the 20th anniversary of the Clone Wars. And I, I have seen some comments online. So uh, what we're celebrating with that 20th anniversary is kind of the whole Clone Wars extended universe, whatever you want to call it. It's not just the Gendi Tartakovsky Clone Wars. I've seen comments that, you know, we, we put a logo under Ahsoka. Ahsoka's obviously not in the Gendi Tartakovsky, but it's that whole whole spawned Just universe everything. that started with yeah. Gendi Tartakovsky. Um, so, so, yeah, you know, I, I don't know if we'll see a big beat for the Black Series 10th. It's certainly something we know is coming. Um, but we, 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 we don't want to deliver too many anniversaries, and those are the two biggest ones. Right, I've got a spicy question for you. I love the spicy ones. I know you do, Patrick. It's like a Taco Bell the in the morning. Spicier, eh? The spicier, the better. It doesn't get any better, does it, I don't mate? think you can uh, deliver something spicy oh, enough for Oh, me. okay. Oh. All right. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. So, obviously, there's a move to cardboard packaging. Yep. Okay. We're seeing that a lot more with Black Series. That's pretty much going to be the standard going forward, right? Yes. That's, with Vintage Collection... As far as I'm aware, are you guys keeping the plastic bubbles for the time being? Yes. But there's still, with some of the figures, it is still just cardboard, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, obviously we announced plastic-free packaging, the move, I think it was four years ago or so. Yeah. I've said this before, like, I, I'm honestly happy to be part of a company that cares about more than just the bottom line, right? Like, sure. you know, we all have to live on this world for the next however hundreds of thousands of years. Like, sure. So a company doing something to make that a better place, like... It makes me feel good. I'm proud to be a part of a company that thinks like that. That being said, the commitment was to virtually all of the packaging. And honestly, on the vintage collection, the packaging is the product. Like, you know, we... I'd we agree. Know, we know, well, and we know this, right? Like, we deliver, uh, you know, our skiff guard pack in 2019. Three carded figures inside and outer packaging. You only do that if the packaging is the product. Like, 
Clearly at that point, the card back is for more than just getting the figure safely to the consumer. So yeah, basically our stance right now, Black Series has moved just like other six-inch expressions. There's no going back. Vintage is staying in the bubble. Well, my, my, my point is, is that when you do have cardboard You mean figures, the world-building sets, the, like the Paz Vizsla? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, like, yeah. like that. Or let's say if that increases, because you never know that, you might go, do you know what, we are going to lose the bubbles or something. At what point is the vintage collection the vintage collection, right? Yeah. If, if you lose the bubbles, well, it is just uh, packaging that doesn't really look like vintage. It just looks kind of like the modern vintage collection. Yeah. Like, would you ever, do you ever see the three and three quarter line moving on from just vintage packaging? Uh, it's not currently in our plans. Like, would love to hear feedback from the community. What we hear loud and clear is that the vintage, that Kenner-inspired look is beloved, and there's no desire to move on from it. Obviously, yeah. if a drumbeat grows in the community that, like, oh, we want something new, this is getting a little stale, we will listen to that. It's not what we're hearing right now. The world-building sets, that's the Boba Fett from this year, yep. Tatooine, the, uh, the Dark Trooper, um, you know, obviously that Paz Vizsla. It... it I, honestly, like it's just a coincidence of timing that we launched those at the same time that the plastic tree was heating up. Okay. Those really came out of the, what do we call them? We called them build-up packs in the past. We did a Sith Trooper artillery pack in 2019. We did a Mandalorian build-up pack with removable Din Djarin helmet in 2020. Yeah. Then we did the Maldo Kreese Mandalorian last year. With each one of those, the accessories got bigger and bigger. And if you look at them one next to the other, the Meldo Crease item, like the team did the best job possible with it that they could. It just doesn't look that good because the bubble is taking over the entire blister. So independent of anything plastic-free packaging, because vintage was always intended to stay in the bubble, we looked at that and said, that's not a good packaging experience. We're going to take inspiration from what we've always done with vehicles and play sets. There are figures in there. We want to do them in a diorama-style closed box packaging, and that's what we get with the world-building sets. Very good answer. Oh, thank you. I, spicy for spicy. Yeah, no, there, there we go. go. The heat there we go. is unbelievable. <laughs> Speaking of filthy, your panel, we had the Hasbro panel this morning. Uh, a lot of very, very cool new products oh, thank to you. look forward to. Uh, we all think that the Ahsoka uh, figure is going to slay when it comes out. But for me, I saw the Cal Kestis figure and almost fainted. I know that Jedi Survivor has had a little push in TVC. There's been a couple of sets and we've now got Cal. Can you see uh, any more from the Jedi Survivor line? Any characters that we haven't had, like like Night Sister Marion, she's very popular. Yeah. Grease Dryas, people like that. Or, or will it be more Cal, uh, variations of, and some of the troopers? Yeah, because we do have some of the troopers. I think yeah. we've got them in the case. The I think a Magna Guard and yes, the yeah. KX Droid. I think yeah. uh, and. I forget which the third one is. And but the Knight got... Brothers from the first game as well. Yeah, exactly. That, so, yeah. I think in the... Are you talking Black Series or Vintage right now? Either or, but... Cause I Either or, yeah. TVC Survivor... No, absolutely, um, yeah. Jobs, Jedi right. Survivor, like, looks amazing. Very excited for that. And, and again, I think you're seeing, if you tallied the numbers over the last several years, we have added a lot more gaming figures in yeah, our line. Yeah, yeah. I think in Black Series, the first time we did gaming was Revan in 2016. And then I don't know if we did any more gaming until the subline launched in 2020. And that's grown from four figures a year to eight figures. We're seeing them come back in mainline. So gaming is a huge part of Star Wars. KOTOR started it off 20 years ago, is iconic to this day. Fallen Order was great. Survivor looks great. So, you know, there are no plans to decrease the number of items we're seeing from gaming. Amazing. Um, so we've seen in the cabinet behind us some new 40th anniversary figures today. Absolutely love the 40th anniversary awesome. line. Yeah. They look so cool. I know that for the Empire Strikes Back, we saw a few waves of those. 
Is that the plan for the Return of the Jedi figures as well? Will we see a few more waves of those coming out, or is that just what we're going to get for the... For the yeah, no, that's the first wave. I think we've pipeline revealed uh, beyond the first wave. I believe... I'm trying to remember. I think at SDCC, we pipeline revealed the first two waves. Oh, wow. Um, cool. So, yeah, there's definitely plan for more waves. Star, Star Wars has always been about more than just, you know, five figures or so. Oh, yes, definitely. Um, new figures-wise, so the new boxes look incredible. We've got some of the artwork here today which looks stunning. I think we were talking about that earlier, just how good they look. Um, the red box line went on for quite a while, so there was sort of the same packaging there. What's been your favourite form of packaging? I'm a graphic designer, yeah. so sometimes packaging absolutely sells yeah. what it is to me. We saw that Andor set earlier today, yep. which looks amazing with the pull-out boxes. Absolutely love that one. I think it's great. Yeah. But for you, what's been your favourite piece? I know you've said Thrawn and the packaging, yeah. that is awesome. Yeah. But stepping that one aside, yep. what's sort of your second favourite maybe? Yeah, no, it's interesting. I mean, the new packaging, like you said, is amazing. When we launched that in 2020, you know, Star Wars fans are known for their passion and Oftentimes, they're on different sides of an issue. When we launched that packaging, I don't know if I heard a single comment saying they didn't like the oh, new look compared to the red. Like yeah. it, was, it was time to move on. And just the collection base, the ability to get those uh, kind of the artwork on the side, the ability to collect smaller, smaller entertainment-based collections. So love the new look. Um, in terms of the older looks, I do like the orange one, obviously, because that launched Black Series. Yeah. First time we had ever had kind of a modern aesthetic within the look. So obviously orange. In terms of an individual item, you know, it's got to be probably a... I mean, I mentioned Thrawn. You know, the Luke Landspeeder from 2017 is pretty great as well because that was the first time we returned to vehicles in Star Wars. Obviously, Luke's Landspeeder is iconic. That packaging is beautiful. I will say also... Sorry, I'll I'll end after this, but (laughs) our our centerpiece line didn't last long, but our race centerpiece exclusive in 2018, it's got that acrylic backdrop. It's got mist in there. It, it's a very comprehensive packaging experience from Ryan, our structure engineer. Was that engineer. the one with the sort of the forest in the background, which yeah, is really exactly. quite, I love that there one. There was a main line, awesome. and then we early released it for that San Diego nice. with that very elaborate packaging. So love that. You said earlier that the sort of um, with the vintage collection, that the packaging is part of the product. Yep. A lot of the Black Series collectors from the group feel the same way with the Black Series, sort of being able to see the figure that they're buying. Is there any scope to maybe? move the packaging so that you can still see the figure or are we just going full on box art and photography moving forward yeah I think the plan for Black Series is full on box and I think as we kind of dove into this like you know the vintage of the packaging is the product and the vintage look has been the same for 45 years nearly like obviously the whole point of the vintage collection is recreating that look Black Series you know as we just talked about it has evolved right like we had the orange look for a year the blue look for a year red look for five years new look convention exclusives vary so there's just not nearly the history there yeah you know i will say it obviously it's critical to be able to see the figure if you know you're worried about the figure inside if we deliver a quality product i do think that new box black series you know nearly 30 points of articulation like being able to showcase the figures in the dynamic poses they can achieve you know to me is a lot more visually interesting than seeing them in a coffin box pose so so as long as we can deliver consistently quality product i think it's an improvement Patrick, yes, I've been asking you this since 2019. I'm curious what my answer was then, but yeah, Ben Solo. Oh yeah, we need a Ben Solo, yes. mate. We need a Ben Solo. I was speaking to my boy Matthew here earlier. We got Big Boy Bell here, and you were saying how even if Ky- if Adam Driver wears a jumper, it like sells out, right? Exactly. Yeah, 100. <laughs> percent that, that that Ben Solo jumper, you can't get one of those for love nor money. I'm telling you, if Hasbro did a Ben Solo, ka-ching, 
ka-ching. The amount of people that just love, just from me, yeah, I'd buy 500 tomorrow. But, uh, you know, he's such a beloved character. You know, and it does seem like right now we are moving, or understandably, maybe for marketing reasons, we're moving away from sequel content in figures in Hasbro. But Ben Solo, the fact that we missed that character out of all of the sequel trilogy, out of Rise of Skywalker... It, to me, seems like a deep shame. Is there any news, any progress, any thoughts on a potential Ben Solo <laughs> figure? Yeah. You know, as always, you know, if we were doing him, I couldn't reveal it here. If we weren't, I couldn't say that here. Um, I will just say two things. One, okay. obviously, if and when in the future we do more F9 characters, like he would clearly be a prime one, right? Like, very beloved, pivotal moment in the film. Um, the other thing I will just say is like obviously there's so much new entertainment now right yeah. like it's true. you know Obi-Wan recently Book of Boba Fett Andor we're seeing right now and so we've always had this challenge uh, it's more so now wanting to deliver as many figures as possible with new entertainment while also catching up so as we always do obviously we're doing two KOTOR figures for the first time yeah, in 20 amazing, years amazing by so the like, way nothing's outstanding ever, absolutely outstanding. so nothing's ever too far in the past but there's a lot of great entertainment today that we want to focus on getting product day and date with. Well, if you're in those rooms, in those meeting rooms, on those Zoom calls, and they're like, "Any what figure should <laughs> Ben Solo? Your friend Luke said to do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. I will bring it back. Or you can just do one of me and Luke. That would sell like hotcakes <laughs> in Essex anyway. Um, Selfie series. There you go. Yes. I, yeah. I, I did have a look at that. Yeah, but that's a really innovative idea. Um, you've just mentioned all the new content we're getting. Next year alone, Mando Season 3, Ahsoka, maybe the Acolyte, Skeleton Crew. We've got potential films coming up and who knows what other animated series. How are Hasbro, how has that affected you know, your, your line of work with this basically extra content being thrown at you to produce these new uh, figures? Have you seen an uptick in, um, in workload for you guys? No, no, I mean, it's certainly something we, we welcome, right? Yeah. Like, you know, as a, you know, as a Star Wars fan myself, like, obviously getting all this new content is amazing. Like, we used to have to go three years between films and then 16 years and then yeah. 10 years. And so we never have to do that again. It's great always being able to watch Star Wars. From a product point of view, it's great as well because we're able to hit those key beats and get product out with all these new entertainment sources. So does it mean, you know, challenging conversations about where exactly to pull from? Sure, but we're excited to meet that challenge. Is there a character that you, that you haven't produced a figure for in any line that you think, I want to make that character? Oh, I mean, I've always said Joris Chabat. Like, that has been my answer, I think, literally since New York Comic Con 2018. I, I've been told, you know, however much I want to do it and however much say I have, an old shirtless white guy is probably not the right way to go. But I've been on Joris Shabbat for a while. Um, you know, aside from him, I'm trying to think. I think in Black Series, we've done a good job of getting the characters out. In Vintage, you know, there are still some we have to do. Amazing. Carrying on with Black Series. Well, actually, this sort of spans into a lot of other things that you're doing. Quick question. What's the fascination with the holiday um, the Christmas uh, figures and sort of takes on those. No, absolutely. So we, we always try to do different things, right? We always try to see what the interest is out there. Um, obviously, the holidays are, you know, a, a key part of the season. Um, and so we tried them out for the first time in 2020. We revealed them at PulseCon there. I think we had a representative from Lucasfilm there that we had worked closely with. We tried them out, and honestly, they did really well. Wow. So I know that when we revealed them, the fan base, you know, the community was like, oh, I'm think not you so sure. The, 
fan base in two. They've yeah, a lot of the existing fan base came on board with them, and the casual fans liked them as well to the point where we actually expanded to Halloween figures. So, I, like, I, like so, I mean, Halloween. the fascination is people like they're them great. and they're yeah, selling them. Yeah, no, well, definitely. So. That's cool. I love the Halloween ones, got to admit. That. I know, the Christmas yeah. ones I'm not taken to, but I don't think Luke's the biggest fan of the Christmas ones. No. That's right. <laughs> and that's okay. They're not for you, right? Yeah, no, exactly. There's people Ex- out there who exactly. want them, and that's great. If I don't want it, I don't buy it. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. And that's fine. Right? Yeah. Because unless you're a completionist, but, I, you know, they're, they're, I'm not one of those. That's oh, I'm there. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. That's me. All right. Well, keep, keeping on with the, the, the merchandise that you're doing, again, I'm just looking at the cabinet just over your shoulder there. So you've got some of the, the helmets there. You've got the action figures. You've got everything. Is there any room to expand merchandise lines in the future? Are you looking at... I don't know, sort of pin badges or anything along those lines, the sort of smaller collectibles. We were talking about Power of the Force. We love Power of the Force figures. Yeah. That's our thing. That's what we grew up with, yeah. really, Power of the Force. Absolutely. So, And I know that you've done a Black Series Power of the Force take, which I yep. absolutely adored. Um, yeah. But is there any sort of more room to expand in terms of different merchandise that we're going to see? Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. We've done, you know, collectibles in the past. We had our Microforce line. We have our collectible Bounty Expression line right now. So... You know, collectibles, if there's the right expression, if there's the interest, that's definitely somewhere we would hunt. You know, Power of the Force, uh, it's interesting. Obviously, we celebrated that with our Black Series styles figured. You know, there's no reason we couldn't do a recreation of Power of the Force like we do with Retro. Imagine uh, that. We would just lose all that money. Power of the Force. I said there's no reason. We would have to decide if that makes sense with the fan base. I would die. Power of the Force, Ben Solo, merge that. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Chest. There you go. Pon chest. Pon chest Kylo. Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. Right, okay. So, uh, Patrick, you've been fantastic. You guys as well. Thank you for answering our stupid questions. No, not Our good questions. Not stupid. Spicy spicy. questions. You know, we have little little sound bites in our show. And you're one of the most famous ones. Uh-oh. I don't think you remember. So we, uh, every, every, yeah, uh, uh, that's right. We have little bumpers. And any of our guests who come on, they go, oh, yeah, this is Patrick Snyder. You're listening to probably Britain's Greatest Star Wars podcast. And you, and was it Sam? Sam, yeah. Yeah, in 2019, you got into a, a kind of a war Did we? with it. And your one, we edit, you were like, right, I'm going to do it Vader style. Oh. And we edited it there to make it more Vader, and it is now a fan favourite. Fantastic. Just as an FYI. I'm very but proud of you. that. Yeah, I just thought I'd waste your time and tell you that. No, no, no. no. As a Hasbro guy, they just know him as that guy on our show who does the Vader voice. That's awesome. I've never been prouder. Thank you for your time. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. That Appreciate was a pleasure. This is Patrick Schneider. Senior Brand Manager for Hasbro Star Wars Fan Business. You're listening to Star Wars Sessions, possibly Britain's spiciest Star Wars show. <laughs> Goodbye. Let's go! Still here at Hasbro Pulse booth at MCM Comic Con London 2022. We're having a good time. We're now joined by Alex Shropshire, who is the Regional Commercial Manager for Hasbro Pulse mate thank you so much for coming on thank you for talking with the session today yeah no I'm, it's been a great day so far looking forward to chatting with you guys um, I don't even know it's like half five now so it's been a, yeah. a long day but it's not going we've still got an hour and a half of fun today and all of tomorrow so roll on alright so um, talk to us a little bit about Hasbro Pulse and specifically the sort of Star Wars element of that and what, what does that mean what does Hasbro Pulse mean what do you do so Hasbro Pulse is part of our Hasbro Direct business. So we obviously launched this with 
the fans of our products in mind, and that's you know across all brands, including Star Wars. Ultimately, it gives us the opportunity to really connect directly with our fans. We can speak to them through ourselves, through our own channel, and that's the best way that we can really get an understanding of what the fans want, what they don't want. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we we certainly hear both sides of that, and I think that gives us the best way to move forward with what we do the overall strategy of those brands and how we can move forward the more information that we can get and the more engagement that we can have the better we're going to be in what we do i mean that's absolutely incredible we or, or i run um, a uk uh, star wars collecting group so we're always happy to hear that hasbro are reaching out and talking to the fans and listening to them and thinking about what can they do to better their products and help the collectors of the uk and, and everywhere else to better the products um, it, you said you sort of hear the good sides and the bad sides can you give us an example of maybe some negative things or maybe some some items that didn't go well um, what feedback was, was Look, there I, you know what, I mean what there? It's, it's not something where like I'd call specifics to hand now but I think overall it's it's just good for us to get an understanding obviously some fans have more of an affinity for some characters than others yep um <laughs> sometimes the way a character is 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 done they may have wanted it another way but i think ultimately what that leads us to do is what what can come next and you know what if if what we've got now isn't enough what's next what what can we do in the future how does that work and always like star wars, i mean there's there's so much lore and so much history with star wars yeah. uh, it's just it's one of those things that ultimately whatever we do we're going to keep on going and there's there's just so much. i mean i'm just looking over your shoulders at our stand now and there's there's a lot of stuff there's in there. there we had some Love reveals it. today i know some of the pipeline oh, reveals seem to get a bit of buzz stuff. i was having a look on some of the some yeah. of the sites right so overall yeah i mean like i said it, it, it's it's the good and the bad and and it, it we have to take both together and staying with that so the positives what do you feel has been the most successful bit of feedback what's been the most celebrated sort of post release for star wars so i mean i think overall just the the launch of pulse into the region and obviously so we launched into uk last year we've uh, since expanded across europe with germany this year and across uh we've got france italy spain and austria now in uh, which we launched in september so it's been a big big year and a bit for us in in pulse europe and i think what that's given us is the positive of being able to speak with these fans in these regions you know it's no longer just uh, a u.s uh, hasbro pulse right we've now right. got hasbro pulse in the uk we've got hasbro pulse in germany and in germany we you know we aren't expecting them to just converse with us in english you know so we we want to talk to them in their language we want to engage with them i don't know if you saw at PulseCon. you know we we had uh, one of our German influencer friends who was actually on, on the PulseCon uh, pre-show panel for Europe. And, and things like that, that's, that's really where we can really draw some positives for our fans in this region and share with them, you know, make them feel like they're included in what we're trying to do and their voices are heard. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. And that's really good to hear that you are trying to put different regions first as well because I think we sometimes feel... Uh, maybe it's easy to forget that that the Star Wars family is bigger than the Anglosphere. It's bigger than the US, bigger than the UK, bigger than Australia, wherever, right? Like places like Germany, Australia, wherever. But um, I, what I wanted to go into is like one of my loves of Star Wars. What, what I adore, what, what I think of when I was a kid, is you know walking into Woolworths and going, "Oh, that's a beautiful action figure. Mum, Dad, can I have that? Look at that, ten pounds. Yeah, sure, maybe less than that." I'll have one of those, right? Mm -hmm. To me, I can't help but feel, and this is me just being very transparent, right? And I want—I'm here to ask you guys this, okay? 
and it, it feels like something like Hasbro Bowls could sometimes feel like almost like the opposite to that, right? Maybe, I, as an example, Mandalorian, the Dark Trooper figure, Black Series, delicious, delicious figure. Strong words there. Be- like beautiful, yes. beautiful figure. Upwards of thirty-five pound. It's a lot of money. That's a weekly shop for a lot of people now, right? Yes. That mixed with more of an online presence, you know, not walking into a shop, brick and mortar, going, I love that figure. Maybe I'll pick that up. It feels almost in, in some ways like it's the opposite to what it was when I was a kid. And so, understandably, a lot of people, maybe myself and lots of others, I, I know there's a lot of nuance here, but it, it could be seen as maybe a bit worrying. Is no, that the. It's, uh, it's a lot to unpack in that, that question. I, I think. Ultimately, no, 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 no. Was it delicious enough? It's good. I I think we can make it more delicious. That's we can do that, right? So, I think um, ultimately, as we as we go through the range, we are always looking to recruit new fans, and so it's not always going to be something like the Black Series or Vintage, right? So we've we've got Star Wars Retro, that comes in at a lower price point. That's you know trying to start recruiting some of these fans and get them in, and then as they're in, then they sort of want to expand their fandom. Then that's when they sort of can move into the more historical, the vintage collection, the the Black Series, and obviously then expand even further with what we saw today, some of these great gaming greats figures, and this you know as we expand the the wider Star Wars universe. And I think it's it's really bringing people on the journey of fandom and. Um, like speaking from my side as Hasbro Pulse, yes, we are absolutely, obviously, uh, a digital presence. We are the digital presence of, of of our of our business to really share and launch that. But the the B two B side of the business, the retail, like that's that's still a huge focus for Hasbro. Working with not just the key fan partners that that have been being worked with for a number of years in in. Uh, in the region, but also, you know, with your uh, more mainstream retailers like Smiths and things like that. So as we go through with all of these different offerings, I think what we're trying to do is just build that multiple level of different brands that we can really excite the fans with. Well, you mentioned, um, a great answer, by the way, but you mentioned you. expansion just now, and it's clear that Hasbro Pulse is a success. It's a, it has been successful. Going forward then, what are the plans for expansion for Hasbro Pulse? Um, and if, if, if you have any, what are they? Look, I think I obviously can't share anything specific today. I know, right? <laughs> Just one of those answers. But of course, I think yeah. ultimately what I've been saying is one of our key priorities is, is reaching as many fans as we can and engaging with as many fans as we can. So what we have now is not enough. We need more fans. We need more voices. You know, you mentioned earlier around uh, having that sort of Anglo vision of things, right? And and move. so, what opportunities? How would we look into Asia? How can we start exploring and reaching to those fans and those kind of things there? Now, it's not something like I say that I can share any specifics or details on today. But ultimately, we want Hasbro Pulse to be our global proposition to reach as many fans as possible and and really give them the product and the engagement that they want. Amazing. What can we get on Hasbro Pulse at the moment for Star Wars? Just tell people that are listening today. What's up there? What what can they go online and, and grab? Well, I mean, the the brand is your oyster. Like we, <laughs> we've got um, we've got items ranging from pre-orders, ranging from in-stocks. I suppose the big thing for those at the convention today, we do have our European convention exclusive, yep. which is there on site, right? Um, he's looking great. So we do have QR codes if anybody is able to get in tomorrow. Uh, come see us on the stand. Anyone who's got them already, we're obviously getting those out next week. And then ultimately, that uh, any you know, we'll be looking to how we get that out afterwards. But 
when it comes to for me like it's the role play the lightsabers I love those I've got one on my yes. uh, on my yes. shelf it's um, big like, lightsaber fan here and yeah, so I know I mean, Luke is as well so. I, uh, I definitely don't use it to make my kids jump in the night it's, <laughs> sure, it's not sure. something I do at all um, <laughs> but no I mean though for me, that's that's the kind of the, the things I love because that's where my, my kids are a little bit younger and and that kind of real engaging play thing yeah. with them is great. But I can certainly see they they are already eyeing up some of the action figures <laughs> on the shelf. So I'm sure we'll uh, we'll build the fandom for them too. And today you said about the uh, Admiral Akbar 40th anniversary that's here today, which is an awesome figure. I love the backing card. Sort of packaging's my thing that really draws me in. Um, Luke said earlier he liked to you know go into the store you pick up a figure and you walk away with it and that's the sort of thrill that we got as kids today we're not able to go and actually pick one of those figures up and take it away from the convention it's, it's all online what right. was the decision behind that why, why did that happen today I think ultimately the decision for us today was we wanted to give the fans a full experiential experience so the ability to come in and engage with us we wanted the retail side of this to not be the focus so much so we wanted fans to be able to come in play with the lightsabers on stand try on the helmets play with the shield take some photos see the product and engage with it we didn't want it to just be an opportunity for us to sell 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 right that's that goes away from what i've been saying in terms of the whole engagement piece right we're not if we're just trying to force people to buy a product because they're here then ultimately we're not engaging with them we're just trying to do something for them so we want them to engage with us share what they love come around and you know there's been so many pictures so many cool questions come around and then, you know, if they like it and if they want to, then absolutely scan, buy, great. And we will ship it to you first thing next week and you'll, you'll have it at your doorstep. So, um, yeah. No more hands hurting, carrying around bags full of figures well, or you know, I mean, my, my arms are tired already. So oh, you're a beefcake, man. You're oh. fine. <laughs> not like these little wings. Oh, dear idea. Yeah. Um, there was a great question in the panel earlier on, which was regarding the pricing for US and specifically UK markets, where, for example, you'd have a figure that was 200 bucks in America... But comparatively, it would end up being more in the United Kingdom because they'd, they'd take that price without necessarily converting it, then add VAT to it. Is this something that's going to continue or is this something that can be looked at so there's a bit more parity between territories? Yeah, so it's a good question. Unfortunately, with where I look after the business on Pulse, I don't control any kind of the pricing stuff. So it's not something that I can influence. Um, we obviously get supplied the pricing by our regional team. But I think the fact that the question was raised in the panel to Patrick, it's going to be taken away. And the relevant people will obviously make sure that they're looking into it. My man, you have been fantastic. Oh, thank thank you. you for answering our questions, even the difficult ones. <laughs> I, you know, I, threw, I, I went a bit left field with that one. <laughs> I went and I talked about Woolworths, you know, so I do apologise. I just remember the pick and mix from Woolworths. So oh, that was right? banging, wasn't it? That was banging. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring back Toys R Us. Bring it all back. Thank you so much for all your time, mate. Appreciate, appreciate it. your time as well. Thank you, Thanks, mate. guys. Wow. I mean, what an incredible day we had it was mad uh, those two legends yeah. I mean what lovely guys nice they just clearly absolutely love what they do they you do could just, it just pours through them I mean he's been talking all day old Patrick I know and he was just so he had patient. so much energy yeah so patient especially with some of the questions that he was getting the nerds <laughs> not just from us but <laughs> from everyone else those sweaty geeks and, and Alex that was his first ever interview as part of the Hasbro yeah. Pulse family and he was firstly he was excellent so if you're listening mate he, no, he was awesome, and oh, he yeah. had that woman sort of just watching what he was saying. Everywhere. Did you know? We promised we wouldn't be too harsh on him. We wouldn't no. give him too many naughty questions. But um, <laughs> Luke did get a bit delicious with him at one point. Yeah, I had to, mate. I had to get him nice. Uh, I felt like you know you guys warmed him up, and then I was like, right, I'm going to go for the Woolworths. Go for the emotion. Woolworths. You know, bla- emotionally blackmail him. 
Listen, I thought there were some questions that, you know, we did get, and we knew we'd get them, the generic corporate answer. Yeah. You know, and it's like, that. yeah, they're not going to be able to answer that. They, they can't answer it there. But I do think sometimes it's good to ask those sort of questions Absolutely. because that's how they know. You know, they clearly want to know our opinions. That's yeah. what I got from it. Yeah. I think we, you were no, saying we, that you know, that's what we said yesterday, you know, and just, just talking about how much they care and why they're speaking to the community and the group they want that interaction they're hungry for it and it's great that they care so much about collectors and it has changed over the last few years they are really listening you can see that with the stuff they're putting out especially what we've got this weekend oh my word some, Some of the, of the stuff the, from that oh. panel, we even said, Jim, they're going to slap when they come so, out. The Ahsoka, the Mara Jade. Yep. Um, was it Darth Malik as well? Darth Malik. Cal Kestis. People are going to oh, eat that all up. Just, it was uh, by far, and it's not an overreaction just because we've just seen it, by far the best releases in the past few years. Is that your highlight of the yeah, Hasbro stuff? Absolutely. Which, by the way, I, I thought they came to London like hard. Like yeah. they, they, they really they like. Business. Yeah, they. they I, I think it overshadowed even some of the stuff we got at New York Comic Con. I agree. Even San Diego I to agree. an extent. Like, like the the announcements here, they were big. But that's they're how, a big deal, right? And I like, I love seeing that. Yeah, but that's how we know that like, they come to London not with that. Oh, we'll just do London and tick the box. You know, we've shown our faces there. We're going to London with these massive drops that yeah. we didn't do it. And we know New York we know MCM is a big deal, MCM. but it legitimises MCM Absolutely. that bit further. When we're getting the big drops, where's it from? Oh, MCM Comic Con London next year. Everyone's going to come. Hopefully, they're going to come bigger. They're going to come harder next year. It will take a bit to jump to beat what they've done now. But next year, 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi, for example. Mm. Let's see what they do for that. We've got enough shows coming out, enough content yep. where they can start dropping or even pre-release items for that. So, I think today. This weekend was a very, very good warm-up for what should be a very busy 2023 for those bad oh. boys. That's a good shout. Yeah. That is a good shout because yeah. there's a lot coming. And I, I, I even recognised in his answer for the Ben Solo stuff, you know, which, <laughs> which I still think is stupid that, that there's not one. And, and it, is, it is. It is a stupid thing. That is, that is an easy... Absolutely. Just yeah. such yeah. an easy figure to earn some money from. And I don't really get it. Maybe there is... A Lucasfilm there stopping a Lucasfilm thing there stopping them from doing it. Who? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? I mean, but like we're talking Black Series again with Ben Solo. I think they've got a vintage collection one coming out um, of Ben Solo. But really, little, yeah, I think they. They def, I've definitely seen a picture somewhere. I'll have to confirm that. But I'll look it up in a minute. Yeah. But mate, I'm in my head. I think they might be a little bit scared because they bought out so many Kylo Ren figures at the start in Force Awakens, and they bought some out. Um, for the uh, la, la, la. thank you last Jedi um, and they didn't do well they didn't really? do that well they're, they're cheap. I mean you picked one up the other day I did you know 23 quid bargain or yeah. whatever. that was an yeah. amazing thing yeah. have you got it through yet is it through the yeah door? I did yeah it was yeah. nice isn't it I opened it the day I got back from the yes. holiday yes. I actually got it the day like we flew out oh okay and I was like no I'm going to save it for when I get back <laughs> you know nice what I mean treat. Yeah. and I opened that up but I did one thing I did notice because that is the 2016 celebration yes. exclusive like what we talked about in the last collector's guild um you can tell the sculpts have come a long way. Mm, yeah. And even though Black, Black Series is really good, it's like, oh, wow, no, there is a stark difference, difference between this era of Black Series and the old Black Series. Like, the detail's a lot better now. Yeah. It's a step up. It is. It yeah. is. And, I mean, looking at some of the figures that they had in the cabinets at the show, you could see some of the face sculpts on them ones. Even from, like, last year, they've still come a long way. And that's not just with the faces. It's with, like, the accessories. It's with the weapons. Well, I still it's think they're... 
five percent away from the details of like the weathering on certain characters. Weathering, but yeah. the details in the face and like you say, the accessories, the weapons, they're so much better now than they were. Room for improvement. There'll always be room for improvement, won't there? Yeah. And and that's where hopefully coming to something like this or speaking to guys like us or the other fellas will kind of maybe get that get those ideas into their head. Well, this is what the fans want. This is what people keep asking for. I'm sure there are other people mentioning other things about the packaging and that which they're taking into yeah. consideration. Um, but no, I think they did a really good job, boys. I generally think that this year the Hasbro panel, Patrick, and the actual booth itself, it was popping. Oh. I thought it was really good. And. You know, when when you think to last Comic Con, or the last one we went to, October, <laughs> October 2021, that was the warm up con. And I, I've said it a, a few times here, but that was the warm up con. That was the first big one back after COVID. Do you remember Patrick even said to us, "Was there a, was there a he Comic Con there was here one in London on. last year?" Yeah, he didn't know. He said, "Was this yeah. here last year?" Yeah. Think, wow. Well, now you can tell, and I think for the for MCM in general, like this feels like it's way back to like pre-COVID-19 levels. I thought yesterday was like maybe one of the busiest days I've ever seen here. Heaving. Heaving. Even, maybe even busier than Celebration in 2016. I, I, I think it was yeah. busier than that. Like it was ridiculous. And I'm looking forward, like a little side note, I'm looking forward to seeing how Excel and the whole like Repop team try and manage that. That's a good point. Because I think, you know, is Star Wars for the general public, for Comic-Con going people, you know, is that market bigger now than it was in 2016? Absolutely. I would say hands oh, down. yeah. It's, it's the new cool place to go to. You look at it maybe five, six years ago. People look at it and they go, oh, a bit geeky, a bit nerdy. Yeah, okay, that's for them. Now, no. people are like, oh, should we go Comic-Con? And do you know what's done that? It's, it's the Star yeah. Wars movies that's coming out. It's the Marvel films that are coming out. They're becoming more like more mainstream, more... Yeah, have you seen the new Marvel film? Have you seen the new Star Wars film? You know, watching Mandalorian. Yeah, oh my God, I love it. <laughs> so you've got those, and the younger generation as well, loads of kids dressed as Mando, yeah. loads of, you know, families um, here. The family we spoke to yesterday. And how many people do we know, just the three of us, who are coming from across the pond or around the oh, world yeah. for Star Wars celebration? I'm sure there's plenty at Comic-Con, but we know there are people converging mm. on London just for Star Wars celebration. Which is what I think. I it think is. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is going to be. Um, it's going to be insane. On Monday, there might be a little bit of drop off, but I think Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is going to be. It's going to th- be this kind of level, maybe even more. Oh, I'd say more. I would definitely say more. It's so, so exciting. The, the, my biggest criticism, just bringing it back to the collecting side, my biggest criticism you brought it up with the guys, I think, is that the Admirac Bar was here virtually. That and was I, think, a I think that whole idea of it's convention exclusive, it's not a convention exclusive. No. You can take a picture of the QR code. You can set, and I wish, you know, looking back, because we did the interview yesterday now, you know, like, you know, just to be transparent, mm. that's actually something I wish I would have addressed. Maybe it would have been too harsh, but it's like, no, guys, that's not an exclusive. It's, that is. I mean, it's disappointing. A lot of people turn disappointing. up to walk away with that figure. They're like, that's oh, yeah, it saves you it. from walking around with so. It's like, why do you think these people are here? Yeah. Absolutely. Why are these stalls here it's selling them. stuff? It saved them getting all the boxes in. Yeah, no, I'll get that. The, prem- the premise is exclusive that, you know, the idea that you, in an ideal world, you have to be here to get that to QR get code. It. But like you said, what's stopping anyone from taking a picture of it and just sending it to their mates? I mean, I did. Exactly, be, yeah. I, I put it on the group so, so that all the members could get it. Therefore, yes, they did. Yeah, yeah they did. So no therefore, problem. the exclusivity I mean, is it gone. It goes, doesn't it? It's gone. Yeah. But. The thrill of picking it up and seeing it in your hand and walking about. I mean, you said about going into a shop and picking it up. It's exactly yeah. the same now. Yeah. You want to go to Comic-Con to pick that Push exclusive them. up and go, oh, wow, that's so cool. I've got it. I've got one. I'm wow. walking away with it. But 
couldn't get it. It was a bit disappointing. It really was. Um, but other than that, that is probably the only criticism I have of Hasbro from yesterday. Wow. Yes. Because the, uh, the drops they had were amazing. The panels were amazing. The display looked great. It was constantly busy. Yeah. There was. It was never a dull moment in there. No, they did a good job. It was amazing. They did a very. I that think they really were one impressed. of the best bits of the, actually the show floor right the floor and, and the guys on the floor themselves were excellent not just Patrick and Alex but the, the, the staff that were there working for Asbury Pulse were very helpful they and were, very they were good constant well, so. weren't they just yeah. sort of circling just, talking just to really, people a really good environment to be in and I think 2019 was great but this felt this was like the next step up I think from that so hoping for big things next year from Hasbro Dave just to like kind of wrap things up what did you think of this MCM and I know we've still got a day to go and this might actually be yep. the best day to go and like do a bit of shopping no, I'm doing shopping the, today the, the Sunday's haggling day right oh yes because they're going to go home you know, no one, you know you, you've done I do. yeah, you don't want to go home on a Sunday no Sunday Sunday the prices go down of what you've got left on your store it's, it just happens that's you want, standard yeah you do so Sundays are the days to, to make a nice little bargain make a deal don't be scared to haggle because yeah. they want to sell it I love, I, I love a haggle as well so yeah I'm hoping to get a few little bits today I've got a few bits yesterday a few Star Wars bits really nice yep. bits so um, but they were like three or four left so I'm grabbing one in case it's not there tomorrow yep. so that's yep. Johnny O's fault that was that beautiful I, um, I think you got the. I the, think you got one last yeah the yeah, yeah. visions that's it oh it's beautiful the black the guy, and grey one the guy from the first episode first one yeah that's it Ronin. Ronin yeah oh my that's it. It oh is my beautiful. Word. Yeah, I'm jealous of that. Yeah. How, mu- how much was that again? That was £57. Not awful. No, I not bad be at more. all. Not bad at all. And that was from In Demand, in Demand Toys. They're really good online retail as well, so go check them out. Yes. They're really, really good. I cool. know In Demand. Nah, yes. I, I, other than that, and maybe taking into consideration what today will be like, so just kind of have a guesstimate, how was this convention for collectors? I mean... Because we chatted about we, this we a had little, little bit. chat, didn't yeah. we? We had a little chat. Um, I loved the convention. I've had such a good time. And that was only one day. We've got the whole day today to, to do yeah. more, guys. So, yeah, no, I had a good time. But for collectors, I wouldn't say that this is the convention to go to to pick up collectibles. It's, it's you know, there's loads around, but there's, it's very Funko Pop heavy, very... Yeah. Um, uh, it's just not... Your tri- I mean, you, you picked out a stall. They're the stalls I hit. It was a little old sort. had loads of retro You know the look stuff. of them. Yeah, you do, don't you? It's yeah. got like Power of the Force knocking about and yeah. things like that. What would you say out of all the stalls that are there, and there's a lot, how many of them stalls would you say are in that convention centre? Maybe... Handful. Yeah, if five. That, if that. Six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas if you go to somewhere like LCC, London Comic Con or London Film and Comic Con, yep. it's full of them. Yes. That is the collector's I'd agree. con. That is a collector's con. You go there to pick up collectibles, to talk collectibles. It's yep. not... Yes, there's Funko Pop heavy because Funko Pops are, are big at the moment. That's fair. Yep. But you don't get those sort of anime, the plush toys, the food, the... You know, that's sort of stripped back and it's more what retro collectibles can I get? Still up-to-date and modern ones because you've got people like In Demand that do those ones as well. I'm going to be at that one. So right. I've got loads of old-school stuff that you won't be able to get your hands on. Yep. It's stuff like that. It's that, different, isn't it? So it it's is chalk different. and cheese. It's different. I love yeah. both. I'm not There's saying one's better than the other. Stuff here. Yeah. But you go to them for different things. And the yeah. collectors, you can come here and pick up a few nice little bits, which I've done, which is cool. But There's if you're a going to cool hit things. it hard, you go to LCC. And I feel like, you know, just to sort of caveat that, I think there are a few gems, right, that were there yesterday. Like even the Black Series, Felony, Mando, Thick Boy, right? Uh, that was um, no it was John yeah, John Favreau yeah. yeah yes that's right I, yeah, I'm actually going to pick that up today I'm thinking that you made me think about it all last night <laughs> I'm thinking about it 
yeah, but there was, <laughs> but there was like a few there. There was. Yeah, it's like, you know what? Uh, LFCC. I don't know if they would have been. I, I think agree. maybe those would have been snapped up. Yeah. So, you know, on the other hand, I don't think there's as many. Like, mm. you know, you're, at LFCC, you've got the guys who are there. Doors open. Yeah. They are they swiping the good stuff. They, r- they run to it. It's you, a, it is. People come in here. It is. People come to MCM for for the vibe, for the party, for the for the stalls, but for the panels, blah blah. LFCC. It is what ninety percent um, stalls and collectibles and a few panels and making hosts cry, uh, making yeah, and, and visitors push, and pushing about your biggest host and making them cry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, say no more. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I won't dig into that. But <laughs> yeah, no. Th- this has been phenomenal. Um, Such and, a good day. And yeah, so hopefully you guys enjoyed the Hasbro announcements. Yep. And I suppose we can wrap it up there. What do you think? I think so because we've got a whole day of film yeah, at MCM Comic Con to go. But before we do that, Dave, where can everyone find you? Where can they find the group? Yeah, sure. So if you want to join the most active Star Wars collectors group on Facebook, it is at UKSWC. That stands for UK Star Wars Collectors. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Star Wars the Black Series. We share loads of Star Wars photography, mainly Black Series stuff, obviously. Um, on their photography, new coming figures and lightsabers and everything that you can possibly think of. So, yeah, if you want to find me there, go and hit those buttons. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Right. Uh, we're on uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook. You know it. Just search Star Wars Sessions. You know it. Email us. Have you got an issue with anything we've said? Have we said anything wrong? DM us. Email us at hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. That's it. That's it. Like everything else, you know, you love it. Listen to our other shows. Thank you for listening. Um, This is the way. This is the way. I'm in the guild. We're all in the the guild. guild.